0: Gentlemen, welcome to a Dangerous World podcast episode about the Nazi witch library discovered back in 2016. All kinds of crazy books, 13,000 or so to be specific. 6,000 of which were confiscated under the order of Heinrich Himmler, leader of the SS. These books were confiscated the 6,000 were confiscated by uh the Norwegian Freemasons in oslo so very interesting very very uh blown away when i heard this information and man it was just a cool uh cool episode to do i hope to get ron on here but he was uh very busy so either way check out wicked planet podcast he's always uh you know a busy dude man he's a busy guy he's not like half the people out there collecting a damn government paycheck none of you guys i'm sure because you all have your shit together And I appreciate that we can all be suckers together working for less money than people that are just sucking the government tip. And it is what it is, you know, what comes around, goes around. I think a lot of us honest people are going to be all right. Okay. And the more research I do on operations from the third Reich and things like this, I see so many similarities, man. So many similarities to what's going on here. And, If you stick around and you're involved with the Patreon, if you're not, I'm going to take this opportunity to push you in that direction, gently give you a nice little uh, nudge to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. I'm going to talk about Smedley Butler, who was a very, very decorated general that uh, I believe he was the first guy to win two medals of honor. And he was approached by some uh, deep state, we'll just call it to uh, overthrow the current administration to instill a fascist government. So people that say that this isn't possible, I think, are fools. Um, You'll get my entire opinion over there at the Patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast feed. And uh, I tell you this every time, man. If you're not there, I mean, what can I do? I can, like I said, I've said this before. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And in this case, you can lead a truther to truth but you can't force it. truth, okay? All the real truth is over there at the Patreon. And I appreciate you heading over there and doing it, okay? Um, That story was another one that was really interesting to me. And the reason that I tied these two together was just because of the weird operations going on, mostly from the occult side with Heinrich Himmler and the SS and this whole branch of the SS that was dedicated to occult shit. Uh, There's a subgroup of the entire SS that was really involved with a ton of weird, weird stuff, man. And they're essentially these these warrior monks that were sort of tapped into by uh by Heinrich Himmler himself. And Heinrich Himmler's story is kind of weird. You know, I get into the whole thing obviously, but he was a very, you know, modest beginnings, chicken farmer, all the stories that you hear Mother was a Catholic, dad was um an aspiring socialite it seems, you know, they they started off pretty pretty middle class, lower middle class if um if I if I can stick my neck out and say that. But uh they really ascended because of the way that Mr. Himmler, as I refer to him here, moves up uh in society's structure. Now this this subdivision of the SS that I was referring to is the honor unern bay i think is how you say it i'll just spell it for you a h n e n e r b e um they were extremely infatuated with religious artifacts so you know the whole concept of like the indiana jones movies where they're they're looking for all these crazy things you know the holy grail uh the spear that uh was that you know stab jesus obviously a, a roman stabbed jesus with the spear and you see the markings on the Shroud of turan allegedly and all these crazy things these guys were obsessed with that and it was really the um Ananderbe, if i'm pronouncing that correctly that were going after uh all these and directing the ss to go and again these are warrior monks or warrior um historians so I talk about Hitler a little bit, his occult influences. Uh, There were some insanely high-connected occultists that were mentors to him, ones being Lanz von Leberfels, who started the Aryan sort of religion around uh the Aryan nation and all that crazy stuff. Really, really interesting things here, and I found just the research to be extremely extremely interesting so i hope that you enjoy it half as much as i did just looking into it um like i said check out check out the uh smedley butler stuff i had a lot of fun if you're not too busy head on over to dangerousworldstore.com check out the new products over there those stickers are awesome the let's go brandon stickers i don't want that movement to die man i don't think you do either we got some new uh elections coming up in the new year. Uh, I don't know exactly when they are. I think they're in the middle or late part of the year, 2022. But we're going to want to have our Let's Go Brandon merch and all those great I did that stickers where Joe Biden's pointing at either the gas price or the empty shelves or the high prices of meat or whatever. We need to really be um, organized but peaceful protesters in this whole thing. And I stress peaceful, okay, NSA, CIA, FBI, whoever else. We're peaceful. We're just tired of the shit. We hard, We work hard. We, we want nothing but love here, dude. That's what the truth community is about. Us conspiracy theorists are looking more like rational individuals every single day. Um, heard that there's some monkey pox going around over in the uh, Northeast. So stay safe out there for fuck's sake. It's crazy. Um, Pfizer doesn't want their... Uh, or the FDA doesn't want Pfizer's research for the um, vaccine to come out till 2076. I mean, they're going to give that thing, the JFK treatment. They're just going to kick that count down the road when 2076 comes, if they get that. So there's a lot of issues here. And um, I think that a lot of people are starting to see the bullshit. And I think the reason why this, this whole thing was so interesting to me is because this was this whole witch library, was found back in 2016 when shit started going crazy. I mean, this is when Trump was elected, right? He was really brought in in 2017, but the campaign started obviously in 2016 when he came down the golden escalator. And the theory here is that a lot of these spells that are in this research were discovered, probably brought to the cap, to the uh, Vatican, probably shared with some... Um, very interesting individuals in the U S or the deep state. And they're trying to enact these spells that, you know, all it takes is one found in the 13,000 books spread. That is the uh, Hitler or the Himmler witch library. Um, It's very, very interesting, man. So, and then, you know, obviously the whole deal with the deep state and, and the idea of Smedley Butler being the leader of this movement to overthrow the actual president use him as a figurehead and have some bureaucrats behind the scenes making policies it sure seems like we have that today doesn't it it doesn't it seem like it i mean i'm not i'm not trying to sound crazy here but it seems like this agenda played out at some point you know if they had this agenda back then in 1933 came out in 1934 but if they had this plan back then why would they stop? You know, things things seem to be going their way, seem to be going the way of J.P. Morgan and and all these massive companies. So I thought that it was just a, a very interesting episode. I, uh, I hope that you do, too, man. And last but not least, before we roll into this, I want to talk about Manscaped, of course. OK, because I'm a Manscaped boy. OK, I'm going to do an Island Boy song for you guys. I'm going to have to do this off the cuff here, though. We'll see how shitty this is. So, um, you know, Manscaped, dude, the holiday season, this holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped, okay? Because I'm a Manscaped boy. I'm just trying to make it. I shave my ball sack when I get naked. Shave my crack with the promo code DANGER at Manscaped.com. Gets you 20% off and free shipping with the promo code danger. That's D A N G E R. I sound probably better than them even because they're fucking, those dudes are killing the game though, man. But anyway, manscaped doing their thing, enjoying uh, their lives. I'm sure over there. And what's cool about what, what manscapes doing right now, they always have that uh, performance package 4.0 and, You know, it's fun, man. You can shave your nuts. You can make an event out of it. Um, You're not going to cut yourself because you never want to cut yourself if you're doing a rush shave, if you're doing anything crazy, if you get back from a nice dinner and things are going way better than you expected. Um, Let's say you were you were rushing to make it to the date. So you only had time to, to do a quick rinse. You hit the hot spots. You did the pits, the pits, asshole balls, the face. Maybe if you're a girl, pits, tits, and asshole, that's, that's the way that you do it. And you just run out. You ran out the door. You didn't have time to really do all the grooming. Your hair's not even combed. Okay, dude. You need to, you need to really kind of plan your life a little better. This is why you're at where you're at. This is why you're living a life of mediocrity because you're not planning. You're not planning. You're not shaving. You're not doing the things you need to do. You probably should have shaved the night before. You knew the date was going on, but you just didn't shave. Um, the lawnmower 4.0 has that ceramic blade, has all the nice attachments that are going to make it so you don't trim yourself too close. You're not going to cut skin. You're not going to chafe. You're not going to do any of that. The Weed Whacker, which is included in the Performance Package 4.0, will get all those na- nose hairs and ear hairs out of the places that you don't want them, okay? I don't know what else you can use that weed whacker for, but I tell you right now that my nose hairs get long because I am a man, okay? I'm not one of these twink Antifa types that just runs around throwing stuff, throwing my feces at people because I don't like the verdict of the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, okay? Because mark my words, that's going to happen. Did we even get that? I, I might be totally behind. It's the 18th here. I'm thinking... The verdict of that's either going to come out on the eight, on the 19th, on a Friday, so that they got all weekend riot, or it's going to come out on the evening, just when the sun's setting over there in Kenosha, and shit's going to hit the fans. So probably shouldn't talk about a controversial trial while doing a Manscaped read, but it is what it is, okay? Um, so again, guys, head on over to Manscaped.com, get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code DANGER at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code DANGER at Manscaped.com. And become a Manscaped boy. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all. Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Enjoy this episode about Himmler's Library. So I came across some very interesting information very recently, and you may have heard me mention it on a few occasions in other episodes most recently, right? But this this really kind of blew my mind. I actually heard it from someone that I'm not a big fan of. He was on a different podcast. I'm going to leave names out of it. But the, the individual that I was listening to was claiming that Heinrich Himmler's Witch Library was just found this year in 2021 and made me look into it and I discovered that it was actually found back in 2016. Now, there's all kinds of claims saying that this didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. You can believe any sort of facts that you want. It almost seems like there's two sets of facts out there intentionally. It's to cause more division. It's to make us fight more. It's to make it so that you know I'm right and you're right, or we're both wrong. It doesn't really matter. We can just fight about it, right? So after doing some research for a couple of weeks at this point, I've uh, come to the conclusion that the library was discovered back in 2016 in Prague. This is in the Czech Republic. Now, what's very interesting about the whole deal is if you remember, things started getting wacky right around 2016, right? Obviously, as you know, I voted for Trump on his second term. I was a fan towards the end of Trump's second or first term. And now I'm kind of like, what the fuck's going on? Is this dude on our side or is he not? I lean to the fact or in my, it's my opinion, I should say that I lean towards him not being on our side. I think he was put in place to make us feel like something good was going on and blah, blah, blah uh, to quote Greta Thunberg there. But there is a serious problem uh, that stems back from 2016. And, you know, Listening to old podcasts, whether they be liberal, Republican, uh, and when I say Republican, I mean like establishment Republican, um, or just conspiratorial comedy-type podcasts, not necessarily tinfoil hat. That was the first comedy conspiracy podcast I got into. But there are other ones out there. And listening to these kinds of things, everyone back when Trump was first elected, if they had a clue, was saying – That once we leave his administration, we're going to find ourselves in a more tyrannical fascist state. And this is exactly what we have before us right now. We have a fascist state. Now, it's not as bad as it could be. There are other places that are a lot worse. I still love this country. I think that it stands for something great. But things have changed in a negative way. And. So a lot of these people were right, man. So in 2016, why am I talking about this? Because of this library being found in 2016. It was Heinrich Himmler's occult library. 13,000 books on witchcraft and the occult compiled by Heinrich Himmler himself were discovered again in Prague. And many of these books were confiscated in and around World War II by the Nazis, obviously before, because a lot of these dudes supposedly don't make it out of the backside of World War II. Now, who and what Heinrich Himmler is? I'm going to get into that here in just a little bit. Very interesting dude. Very, very dark. Has some serious, serious fucking issues stemming back from his childhood. And uh, it seems like a lot of these leaders in the Nazi party seem to kind of have the same almost tragic upbringing, kind of sad. But, you know, Himmler, like I said, I'll get into him later in depth. Seems like he kind of ascended, you know, he's lower middle class, it seems. And he kind of, you know, because of his father in a large way, really climbed up to, I mean, realistically, the top levels of the German government, the newly formed German government under the Third Reich here. And it's a it's a fascinating little story, but Heinrich Himmler did have a special SS witchcraft unit. Of course, this is what he was, you know, really kind of, he's kind of famed for heading the SS the secret police that backed the Nazis. That was like the the fucking most evil police force ever. You think the police brutality is bad now? Uh, it was fucking horrible under the SS. But they had this witchcraft unit called the, and, and forgive me because these fucking German words are just a bunch of letters just thrown together. Like it looks like just uh, you took a word and you scrambled it up. But this special witchcraft unit was the H- Sonderkommando, commando Commando spelt with a K because that's more fascist to spell it with a K. So the H stands for Hex. And I think that it's actually pronounced Hexche uh, in German. I didn't uh, do any auditory lessons in German, but it's H-E-X-E. So, again, that H Sonderkommando developed in 1935 and it's very interesting, just because he has this immense fascination with the occult, as did a lot of these high-level Nazi people. Um, but this group, the specific H Sonderkommando, um, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I don't give a fuck. Uh, you can look this up; it's it's all there. There's a lot of of um, there's a lot of history on the Nazis for sure. But this group vigorously searched for texts related to the witch trials, not only in the United States or what you know is around in Europe and all these other areas. Uh, the witch trials were were a massive deal, obviously, in the U.S., but it's gone on everywhere. And I think that they kind of had a grudge against this because it seems like Himmler himself and Hitler and some of these other guys lean towards more pagan religions and spirituality and things like that, and they really have a grudge against Christianity. Um, it's so interesting to really kind of think about that because I, you know, it does seem horrible to burn someone If they're just running around naked in nature, if someone was doing that now, if there was government doing that now in the Western world, we would think that was awful. But knowing what I know about history and how inaccurate it is, it is um, it's interesting to kind of put yourself in that time and be like, okay, what was going on? Were these chicks doing this goofy shit and then actually committing some sort of actual sin or were they just kind of being like blasphemous? You know what I mean? It's interesting to just think about it for a second. Uh, but this group, this uh, H. Sonder Commando was um, out there doing their shit, looking for the books. And this was a topic that really fascinated Himmler because he believed that these books held the keys to the Aryans rule of the world. And I actually think that he knew that they held the key. But the articles you read don't speak with conviction on that idea And the S.S., sifted through 260 libraries probably very likely more than 260 libraries to develop the largest set of books on these topics i'm talking history spells rituals killings all kinds of other shit all kinds of crimes among other things that are related to what we would call witchcraft and all these other deals so it's just kind of a weird, weird concept to again put yourself in this position, put yourself in this time, and and think about what's going on. There's phenomenal pictures online of U.S. soldiers, allied troops, standing in massive, massive libraries and areas where just tons of properties confiscated. And um, again, they call this this one that they come up on the witch library, and it's it's a really really cool thing now all of the books are allegedly on this site digital n-i-k-n-i-h-o-v-n-a um dot c-z i think that's check um if i'm not mistaken but the pain in the ass thing about it is they're all written in german now there's a shitload of books Uh, It looks like there are 318 books that they have here. Now, obviously, these aren't all the books, but just looking at them, you see Jesuit in some of the titles, ex-Jesuit, all kinds of things. I wish that I knew more Germans because they... uh, and this is kind of like a different type of German that these things are written in. But you see Ubermensch, you see all kinds of different, you see hexay, you see different words that can that can really make you uh led to believe that this is really some shit. I mean, there really is some stuff here. Uh, and these are again only 318 results. Uh yeah, I mean, it looks like I'm trying to see exactly how much. Sorry, I'm just looking live here. But yeah, so there's about six pages um, from what I see. And yeah, just a a ton of books that are all in German found in this secret Nazi uh, library. Now, what's really interesting too is that some 6,000 books, which is again, about half of these 13,000, were seized from the Norwegian Order of the Freemasons in Oslo under the Order of Himmler. So he takes these Norwegian and you know how they love their Nordic shit. They love that religion. They love all that pagan stuff. So they took a lot of books from the Norwegian Order of the Freemasons. And what what's kind of cool to think about, and a lot of this is, of course, a legend. But I did hear this, that seances where women would give birth to ectoplasmic entities would recite complex mathematics to the Nazis, which allowed them to like master this anti-gravity technology, you know, the Foo Fighters, all the saucers, all the anti-gravity stuff. The same kind of shit that like Admiral Byrd was talking about. Now, it sounds crazy. I know how it sounds as it's leaving my mouth. It sounds like I'm fucking on some crazy pills here, but it, it. they had technology at the time that just doesn't really... Makes sense, right? I mean, that doesn't mean that there's not a scientific explanation for it. But it's mind blowing to to put yourself in and to think like, okay, maybe there was some fucking demon reading this stuff to them. Um, the ectoplasmic deal is just a trip. You could just kind of imagine that. And it's it's a it's a, it's a cool rabbit hole to go down. Um even though Hitler was very obsessed with all this occult stuff, Hitler was the the natural, the clear natural when it comes to having a connection to the other side, having a connection to evil as a whole. Now, was it because he's a Rothschild? I don't know. But he had something deep within himself that that he was able to connect and to communicate with these things with much less interest and much less effort than Himmler. Himmler was obsessed. Um, There's a few other people here, too. I'm going to actually mention one of uh, Hitler's direct influences who's fascinating. This dude really kind of started the whole Aryan religion. And tied it into all kinds of other shit, cryptozoology and all kinds of weird, weird things. But Hitler, I'm going to just go into Hitler just for a, a brief amount of time here. But Hitler had experiences with other worldly entities beginning as a child when his brother Edmund passed away as a very, very young kid. So after this, Hitler would would be hanging out in trees. He would talk to trees blowing in the wind and he'd hang out in cemeteries alone and just be weird he would talk to a non- non-existent audience with like the the crazy energy that he had as an adult he's out there screaming at the trees and and you know wigging out and you know people took notice to this and they're like what the fuck's wrong with this kid um but again as a child hitler realized that he was out here he was he was out in this realm to perform an act of creation a divine operation the goal of biological mutation which will result in an unprecedented exaltation of the human race uh, and the appearance of a new race of heroes, demigods, and godmen. Now, it sure seems like the elite are following those footsteps today, if you were to ask me. Now, they're trying to manipulate our genetics. They're trying to do a lot of things that simply don't make sense to a lot of us that, that try to just be fucking normal, right? We don't want we don't want problems and we don't want we just we, I mean, things are pretty decent as bad as things have gotten. They're still fine. I mean, this is why the United States isn't rioting like a lot of places are until the the written house verdict comes out. But there's a certain group of people that riot, man. And you're going to see a lot of similarities with these kids and these people that riot as these Nazis. And they call us Nazis. They call us Nazis because we just believe that there's two genders and we want a certain political structure in place. Now, I'm going to talk about Smedley Butler in the Patreon, uh, late in the Patreon, and you can see why some people wouldn't like capitalism and like the system that we have. It does lead to some problems, but in general, it can do a lot of good things, in my opinion. Now, I'm no expert economist. I have my theories, I have my ideas, and I've done my research, but I'm by no means an expert on any of this shit, quite frankly. So, you know, everyone has their opinions, but it's a problem when people start fighting over their thoughts and people start getting in arguments with strangers over a sticker which has happened to me or a t-shirt or whatever you know it it's we're in some weird times and i think that there's a lot of similarities with with the third Reich and i mean again you'll really see it kind of come to fruition with the smedley butler portion that i'm going to get into later but um yeah just fascinating that this dude was doing this kind of weird weird crazy shit and hitler received direct occult guidance from a real og in this whole game laws von leibenfels and he he received the guidance certainly as a young adult but possibly as a child as well and i'm going to get into this dude a little bit um but there's some records that they met on the, the Abte von Lombach, which was, uh which was this was back when hitler was a choir boy so this is a this is a weird deal and this uh george Lanz von Leibenfels, again, sorry with the pronunciations, I am horrible at reading these kinds of things, but this dude was an Austrian political and racial theorist and a cultist, had a really serious religious following, he was a pioneer of Ariosophy, and Ariosophy is the idea where it's it's gaining wisdom from the Aryans. it was first coined by this dude in 1915, and in the 20s, it became the name of his doctrine. And this dude was into some crazy shit. If you look at pictures of him, it looks like he's working with the Knights Templar. And it makes a lot of sense when you look at some of the things that he was part of. Um, in 1905, he published this book, Theo Zoology. It's spelt not the way that you would think that it is. Uh, order de Kunde van de Senam's <laughs> Affligan und dem goter Electron. This means the theozoology or science of the sodomite appellings and the divine electron. And, and this is when he advocated sterilization of the sick and the lower races, as well as forced labor of um, castrated chandels, uh, whichever, the, whatever that means. I mean, th- this dude is into some dark shit. And he was part of a very interesting society that was essentially the, it, it was called the Ordo- novi Templi, or the order of the new templars and this began in 1907 if i'm not mistaken so it's very interesting there's there's some weird occultic practices here but this dude really was a fucking key figure in all of this stuff he died april 22nd two days after hitler's birth right not the same year but obviously and he was only 79 when he died uh born way back in 1874 just a really really weird dude uh up to all kinds of nonsense and really teamed up with a bunch of bad actors and a bunch of of dark dark dudes that just didn't dark like black but like dark energy dark shit around these people man it's scary and and when you get someone like him that's meeting with hitler at churches when when hitler's a choir boy it's it's fucked and He was a massive influence on him. But there's other occult advisors to Hitler. Um, It was a close personal friend, this guy, Hans Heinz Ewers, who was an incredibly enigmatic occult figure of the time. And he died in um, 1943 in his early 70s. Also, this dude, Dietrich Eckhart, who was very open about his practices as opposed to uh, Ewers. And these three men actually considered Himmler to be a like a lingerer they didn't really think that Himmler had what it took once Hitler started getting rolling in these fucking things and there was something about Hitler that attracted these three OGs in the occult world uh, again I think it was because he was Rothschild but Hitler did everything that he could to keep their relationships hidden as um, he, he didn't want any of the the relationships with these dudes that are on the fringe side of things to be uh, out in the open, but he did dedicate Mein Kampf to Eckhart, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a weird, weird kind of deal when you have one dude that's very out in the open, guiding Hitler, kind of showing him the way of the occult, the esoteric, um yours who is is not so out there not you know wanting to make his shit known because again some of these people are probably scared when the you know there's people being burned at the stake literally so it's enough about hitler there's so many podcasts about hitler i just hadn't known any of that information i didn't even know who Lebenfels was that's a, a really interesting character to look into. I may do a, a deeper dive into him, but with all these names popping up, I can't do like, you know, pages and pages of research, research on each one of these guys. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, dude, that is, uh, th- that's a, a trio of weird dudes right there. Now, I want to get into Himmler as a kid, because as I mentioned, Hitler was doing some weird stuff. Uh, not necessarily even intentionally, but Himmler had a pretty cushy beginning. According to mainline history, even though his grandfather was a police officer, um, which is interesting because this dude goes on to lead one of the most brutal police forces, probably the most brutal police force of all time. Grandfather being a police officer, his father, who I'm going to refer to in this just to keep it very simple, I'm going to refer to him as Mr. Himmler. Okay. Um, His name was Joseph Gebhard Himmler. He was a tutor of the royal family of Germany and later becomes a headmaster of a gymnasium at a school, which was pretty damn selective. It was a high class school. And some kids would say how psychologically traumatizing Mr. Himmler was, and he had a major disdain for people of lower class, even though he wasn't very high class. I mean, yeah, he was interacting with some high class people, but he wasn't a lord of the manor or anything at this point. But and, I mean, maybe this is on the books, right? Maybe this is one of those inspirational stories. Maybe he's the Gary V of Nazi Germany, the third right Gary V. I don't know. But, you know, it, it's possible for sure. Now, Heinrich most likely felt the brunt of all this shit because there are claims that his father was very demanding. And it's interesting that he also had an affinity for German history, right? The, the father did that is, which he passed on to Heinrich. And this is interesting to think of the history that he was teaching Heinrich. Was this accurate? Or was it biased? Was it more in favor of the upper class or the Aryans, uh, you know, negative towards Jews? Or was it accurate history? Now, obviously, history has painted Jewish people in a very dark light since, I mean, history was recorded, which is interesting. It's interesting if you think about it. There's still Israel is still doing some shady shit. You can't blame every Jew that you meet on the street corner for the shit that has gone down since the beginning of time, because the elites of every culture seem to do some weird shit. So I just find it pretty crazy that uh, as Mr. Himmler, again, serving as a tutor to the barbarian royals, ends up making it so that Heinrich is adopted as a, uh, a godson to the royals. I mean, this is this is a weird kind of a kind of idea. And this may be where shit really gets kicked off for the Himmler family and they ascend classes. A lot of the research I was doing painted Himmler's dad, Mr. Himmler, as I refer to him as almost like a low-class socialite. He was really, really good at meeting people that would get him more than he would give them. Uh, He was a Wheeler and dealer type dude, very personable, very likable. And, um, I should say at this point that Heinrich was a sickly little kid. He was, he was, what's known today as a hypochondriac. He would be like one of these guys that's freaking out about like an increased heart rate or an anxiety attack or whatever. And I I can relate to that. I was a a scared little kid. I was scared until like I was a teenager. I was scared of all kinds of things, Um, but I'm not going on and, and trying to, you know, exterminate a race. So I got that going for me. But, you know, it's almost like a bunch of these socially fucked up people who are lining up to get vaccines, and they're listing all their social disorders, right? They're listing their disorders, and they're listing their social ailments. This is what Himmler and Hitler, for that matter, were kind of like as kids. They were fucking weirdos, man. And then they grow up, and they do some of the most heinous things that we know of in throughout history. So it's like we have this this weird group of people that are growing up right now and even people my age in their thirties and fuck, even in their forties, people that are all kinds of ages. I'm sure that there's some 50 and 60 year olds that are pretty damn crazy too. These people have the same personality types as the inner circles of the third Reich. So it's a scary concept and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Okay. Um, But anyway, Mr. Himmler trained Heinrich to cultivate And I put that in quotes, cultivate aristocrats, thus making the family obtain more connections and climb that social ladder further. And his mom was a big time Catholic. So this is a little different. While Mr. Himmler is very materialistic, um, still has an appreciation for religion, still has an appreciation for history, a massive appreciation for history. The mother is very, very Catholic, a staunch Catholic, very, very good Catholic, if if you want to say that, if there is such a thing. And babied the three boys, and if you look at pictures of them as kids, it's kind of sad because they all look really innocent, they look super innocent, even knowing what I know now about himmler, he looks like a kid that would be checking his vitals, you know he looks like a kid that would be doing his best not to hurt anyone's feelings uh but this is the nature versus nurture shit because he was trained to be a fucking killer and have no respect for people below him, and once he felt that he could rise to the highest levels of government. of people were below him or so we thought so fuck them you know get rid of them we don't need these people anymore this is why you need to teach your kids to be alphas whether they're males or females and I don't have kids right I pull out good I do a good job of that but if people respect them at a young age if people respect these kids and they treat them nicely and they and they make sure that You know, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna treat you nice, but you know, if you get hit, you're not gonna die. You know, you're not made of glass unless you're the guy from that fucking movie with uh, Shyamalami. Is that his name? The uh, the Indian director that always has a twist at the end of everything. Unless you're made of glass, you're not going to break if you get hit, but you need to treat people with respect. This is why I think it's so important to have a strong middle class, have strong kids. You know, They're not going to grow up and be psychopaths like this, man. Like As much as I hate to bring it up right now, the Rittenhouse trial, Kyle Rittenhouse seems, even though I think he's a fed, he seems to be treated decently as a child. Where Rosenbaum, we know he was not. He was raped by his dad and his brother. And then he goes on to do the same thing, probably has all kinds of social anxiety, too. And then the guy with the gauges in his ears that got his arm blown off, that guy probably wasn't treated very well as a kid either and probably is an insufferable person to be around. Not that Kyle Rittenhouse is some angel. I don't know what I mean, he shouldn't have been there. We we know that. Right. I'm not going to get into this whole thing again. I talked about it ad nauseum, but um. It sucks, dude. It sucks that this whole thing's going on, and I think that we're at a real major crossroad in our country. Where we're gonna we're gonna see who ends up winning. I have a feeling that the tough kids will win, um, but the pussies are very very conniving. They're smart. They know how to get things done in a uh, lazy and sinister way, right? Where the you know the the good kids seem to work hard and they try and do things the right way, even though they make bad decisions. Still, clearly. It's just weird. It's crazy. But uh, all these Third Reich dudes are fucking nerd dorks. That's the point of this whole thing. And we're making a society of a bunch of nerd dorks. So we need to get away from that shit, okay? Um, Now, I want to talk about the SS, the Artiman, the Teutonic Knights, and the Anirnbi, which I I think I'm pronouncing that last one right. The is is a weird society that... Even Ron, who I was hoping to talk with in this episode, he was he was very busy. The dude's working hard. So go listen to Wicked Planet. Um, he hadn't even heard about this anurbi And the Anerby is this really interesting aspect of the SS, sort of a subordinate sub-branch of the SS, which was very, very focused on ancient religious artifacts. Uh, I'm going to get into them a little bit here uh, later in the episode. Uh, if you look them up, it's listed as a think tank, which is interesting because it seems like it's not really a think tank. It seems like they were actually out doing shit. Um, when you think of the Bilderberg or or the Bohemia Grove or the CFR, the NRB is not that. It, it doesn't seem like that at all. Um, but we also have some ideologies. One key one being the blood and soil ideology and some of the things that got himmler really attracted to the occult are these i mean there's a lot more but um these were the things that really stood up so obviously i mean i need to start out with the ss or the Schutzstaffel. um now i don't mean to drone on about history and i i just have a little bit about these guys but these are obviously the personal guard he got 14 million murders around europe and they oversaw the concentration camps which essentially doubled those murder stats Um, The 14 million million civilians that are murdered, those are not people that are involved with the military. Civilian is the key word there. Uh, They formed in 1922 as the guard to the Führer and uh, only having 200 men when Himmler was appointed in 1929, and he grew it to 50,000 before Hitler was even appointed chancellor. And eventually uh, they got rid of 60,000 of their own men. So the SS, it seems, was something a little different before uh Himmler got involved um but learning from his dad learning how to wheel and deal and make these great connections uh obviously getting tied in with Hitler this made them really blow up and they were able to what i read was they were they were able to without firing shots without shedding any blood get rid of 60,000 of their own men after the night of long knives in um in 1934, when they killed Ernst Röhm, who was the old leader of the SA. And all these different groups ended up having to report to the SS. So it's very interesting. The SS, again, was something very different before Himmler really uh, got involved with it. Now, officers had to prove that they had no Jewish ancestors dating back to 1750. Now, again, these are the officers, lower ranks, Had to do the same thing with 19 from back dating back to 1900, with exceptions to Himmler's very favorite chosen few who all had Jewish ancestors, it seems, including Reinhard Heydrich, uh, who overcame his Jewish bloodline, in Himmler's words, intellectually, uh, with intellectual means, according to Himmler. And even Himmler himself had Jewish family by marriage, and they carried out ceremonies on behalf of the SS on significant dates. Talking November 9th in honor of the Beer Hall Push, where the SS would get their badges and official recognition. And they would receive their SS identity card on Hitler's birthday after swearing an oath to Hitler over God and anything else. More occult practices, idolizing a man, kind of like the Catholic Church does. Now, these guys cared about nothing more than their agenda, and they used dates and times of the year to capitalize on energy and channel it into the cause now in regard to the ss this himmler quote really embodies the vision that they had and it's from this really cool book that i picked up it's just called nazis in the occult by paul roland um the dark forces unleashed by the third reich it's really interesting all kinds of different occult uh ties with the nazis and i've cited it in other uh podcasts that i've done here but so this is himmler One principle must be absolute for any SS man. We must be honest, decent, loyal, which is right away. There's more than one thing. We must be honest, decent, loyal, and comradely to members of our own blood and no one else. What happens to the Russians, what happens to the Czechs is a matter of utter indifference to me. Such good blood of our own kind as there may be among the nations we shall acquire for ourselves, if necessary, by taking away the children and bringing them up among us. Whether the other people's live in comfort or perish of hunger interests me only as far as we need them for slaves of our culture. Apart from that, it does not interest me. Whether or not 10,000 Russian women collapse from exhaustion while digging a tank ditch interests me only in so far that the tank ditch is completed for Germany, fascinating shit, man. And then there's a you know I, I mentioned this. I'm just going to read this because it's directly after this. But there's a quick little swearing in that these guys are required to do, and it's it's only so it's it's two simple lines. But it's I swear to thee, Adolf Hitler, loyalty and bravery. I swear to thee and the superiors, thou shalt appoint obedience unto death. So help me God. So they do ask for help from God, but they pledge allegiance to Hitler, kind of like how we pledge allegiance to the flag. Um, I think that the Americans figured out that pledging to a person wasn't a good look. And so they pledged to a flag um they pledged to a flag that represented a country here in the u.s um i'm against the pledge of allegiance now i used to think that it was a great thing not against the um national anthem i think that that that's more honoring the military i know it's our nation's song but um it's a weird look it's a very weird look right It's, it's interesting sorry i'm doing this solo so every once in a while i take drink breaks but it is uh there's something to be said about the ways that these guys really just carry out their crazy shit. And it's pretty well known that they adopted some fringe theories, right? Getting back to that occult aspect, like Bender's hollow earth model and the world ice theory. But one of the weirdest practices, and this may be have really kind of have been encouraged by Hitler because of his fascination with graveyards. um, In my opinion, the weirdest thing, the SS members were encouraged to take part in sexual intercourse in graveyards whether it be orgies whether it be uh just one-on-one sex you know doing it old school um where german heroes were actually buried so approved sites were listed only after a special ss department which i'm going to get into them endured uh they ensured sorry not endured i'm uh, feeling the buzz but the they were only allowed to have sex in these graveyards where this the special department of the SS ensured that Aryan spirits were laid to rest there, not to mention the destruction of all Jewish cemeteries, okay? Except for one. There was one ancient cemetery at Worms uh, that was spared because Himmler believed that the geomancy, or the way that the site was built and arranged, had a sacred energy which dated back to the 11th century, and he didn't want to disturb that powerful force. What's interesting about that, is the 2000 bodies there were buried in a sacred sand brought over from Jerusalem. So that's fucking weird. I wouldn't want to mess with it either. If you look at the pictures, if there was a haunted graveyard, it would be this one. It's one of the oldest graveyards in Europe. I think it's top two. I don't think that it's the very oldest, Um, but it's fucking terrifying looking a lot of like, I never thought that stone could rust. It looks like fucking rut. It looks like almost petrified stone. It's terrifying looking. So yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with that either. Um, uh, but I wouldn't mess with any graveyards, to be fair. So um, there's this really interesting castle too, uh, that that Himmler tried to play off the occult energy in this place. Um, and it, I don't really like using the whole the term occult, but I just feel like it kind of hits home with a lot of people. We know occult just means hidden. Um, but there is some some hidden energy at this place, some dark energy too. At this Wewelsburg, I think I'm pronouncing right, uh, Wewelsburg probably, and this this castle that was uh, an old ruin of a Skloss Wewelsburg, and I'm someone's probably out there punching the air on how I'm pronouncing this. But Himmler, although he was very frugal, had no problem with throwing a few million Reichmarks at this castle to restore to acceptable appearance and order for the ss and the castle was built on an intersection of ley lines and had again a triangular shape which made Himmler believe that setting the site up as a spiritual center for the nazis would serve them extremely well and any ritual conducted in his opinion conducted inside of the structure would have great power because of these aspects and according to german legend this spot would be the last stronghold against any future enemy that the German people may have or the Aryan people may have. Now, a government grant allowed for Himmler to renovate the castle incredibly well, funding the exquisite materials. Um, I mean, you got the large banquet halls in this place. One in particular was um, a, had a table in it that sat 13, 12 high-level SS representing the Zodiac and Himmler making the 13th, And this was believed to be a mockery of Jesus and the disciples and the last supper and all that good shit. Um, But this influence of Jesus was to be eradicated with the German new world order. This is why I lean towards Christianity. I still am agnostic, but since the, since like modern history, they've really been going after this fucking Christian shit. It's weird. It's dark. It seems like, it seems like there's something there. Um, maybe it's a psyop, you know, maybe these guys were worshiping Norse gods as a joke. Maybe it was a bit, um, I don't know, it's fucking weird. So, under the banquet hall lay the realm of the dead, where 12 empty tombs laid, okay? 12 empty tombs lain. That sounds like a beginning of a f- epic song. But this was kind of confusing to me, honestly, reading into it, because... It was meant to be the resting place of Himmler's highest regarded and most trusted officers. So I guess he assumed they wouldn't die unless they were all kind of retreated back to this area, and they would all like do like a mass suicide ritual or something, and they all died together after their thousand year Reich plan failed. I don't know. Um, thoughts on that? I'm very very interested in. It's a it's a weird deal. But according to this SS brigade führer. So you can tell that I don't know how to pronounce any of this shit, but I did my research, okay? According to the SS Brigade Fuhrer, Walter Schellenberg. See, how do you not think that these guys have some Jewish blood in them? All of them are Bergs and Steins. I mean, there's I'm surprised there's not a damn Steinberg in the fucking cabinet or in the uh, in the inner circle of Himmler or Hitler. Well, there probably was. They probably just were like, change your name to something. But this uh, this Walter Schellenberg... They would practice astral projection. They would practice uh, psychic circles and other weird esoteric shit. And on account, one account from this dude, uh, Schellenberg, Steinberg, was an account in particular that that stuck out to me as, as I was kind of looking into this, was when a group of officers was conducting an astral projection interrogation ritual <laughs> uh, where they were directed to focus their mental energy in on a suspect. The suspect was General von Frisch. He sounds German, and of course they're going after him. He's probably got pure blood. See, I think all these guys, not to get derailed again, but I think all these guys had part Jewish blood in them, and they hated themselves because they were hit by daddy. And then they just wanted to like go after all Jewish men and women and children and shit. It's fucking weird. The most German dude out of all these is getting interrogated. It's fucking weird. And then you got, I mean, if Hitler's a Rothschild, he's got Jew in him. You know, what, what are we talking about? Nothing wrong with the Jews, man. Leave them alone. Leave alone the Christians and the, the fucking pagans too. Just let them live and let live. But this Von Friesch was being interrogated in another room. And supposedly all these guys in this in the circle, according to uh Steinenberg, was the it was energy that was supposed to be focused to help convince this dude to tell the truth. I don't know. I think that they were probably just doing their math, which, you know, according to Mitchell, the, the old guest or the guest that I had on the last episode, that may actually help you with this stuff, um, which I'm not against. I'm not against that theory at all. I think that it makes sense. Um, if you make that veil a little more thin, uh, anything's possible. You know what I mean? But this is the division that really interested me. And I'm, I'm curious as to anyone's research on this or if anyone has heard of the Anenerby. Um, this is that group that is the secret subdivision, the warrior monks, as it were, or the warrior historians, It was this division of the SS, which was dedicated to trying to find ancient religious artifacts, specifically the Holy Grail and the spear, that one that was, you know, allegedly, I, I got to use the word allegedly here, just so I don't get sued by Jesus, but the spear that was stabbed into Jesus, um, when he was up on the cross, right? Um If you look at the Shroud of Turin, there's that little blood stain where he was stabbed like in the ribs. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the. uh, What's that? No, get the, the all right guys putting a nice beautiful bow on this whole himmler deal the library is crazy to me but i also talk more about the associations that he was involved with that helped him really get infatuated with the occult and of course smedley butler and the secret plot to overthrow fdr and install a fascist government check it out at patreon.com slash podcast thanks a lot